Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast Feather Your Nest with Kids Health from us at The Nest Kids CPR and Allergy. Uh, The podcast is here to help you get clear and educated about all things child health, first aid and food allergies. So take a listen and don't forget to leave us your comments and reviews. Hi everyone, it's Heidi here from The Nest Kids CPR and Allergy. I hope you're all well today. Um, We're going to talk about head injury in today's video. And head injury is something that's quite a broad umbrella term. Um, It can mean lots of different symptoms and signs and things that we need to look out for. So today we're just gonna break it down into two areas, which is the mild head injury and the moderate moderate to severe head injury. Um, So I've got some notes here, because if you see me looking to the side, I don't wanna uh, miss anything out. So we'll start going through um, the signs and symptoms now. So head injury is something that, you know, if you have a young child, at some point they're gonna fall over or hit their head or do something. And it's just good to know what to look out for because obviously what we worry with head injury is about there being a a nasty concussion or, you know, a bleed or something like that. And that's what the severe symptoms that we'll go through will help us decipher um, if we need to get medical help. But above all else, if you're worried about your child, you always, always, should um, get medical attention and just remember to trust your instincts and if your child is acting out of the ordinary then um, you should always get them seen okay so what we need to uh, think about first of all is that anything anytime um, that your child falls from something that is a meter high or higher then we should be calling an ambulance or getting them seen as soon as we can so like playground equipment or anything like that treehouse you know, out of the win- bottom floor window or anything that's a meter or higher, um, if they land and hit their head, then we need to get them seen, okay? Or anything involving um, speed, so high speeds, things like skateboards, bikes, um, you know, car accidents, anything like that, um, then we need to get them seen because obviously there's more of a chance of concussion when we're going at that little bit faster. If they lose consciousness at any time or passed out, then we need to get them seen. Um, If they seem unwell and they vomit more than once, okay? With a child, we give them one vomit, that's okay. We're not too worried with just one vomit, but you know, often it's through shock. Um, But one, so two vomits or more, then yeah, we need to get them seen. So signs and symptoms of a moderate to severe head injury. Um, Things like losing consciousness, um, being drowsy and not responding properly to your voice. Uh, They might be dazed or shocked. They might not cry straight away. So whenever you get seen by a doctor after a head injury, we need to they need to know that your child has cried straight away because that's very normal. And if they don't cry straight away, then that might be because, you know, things nothing something's not right and it's a very good indicator. So they should cry straight after a knock to the head. They may have they may be confused um, or disorientated about time place. Obviously that's a bit trickier with um, a younger child but you should always just go with your instinct. If your child feels like, if it feels like there's something not right, then you should seek medical help. Um, Other signs and symptoms of a moderate to severe head injury would be visual disturbance. So if they can't, you know, if they're having trouble seeing things right, or if you know, their vision seems blurry. Um, We've had children as young as three years old be able to say like, you know, I can see two mummies or something like that. Um, So don't underestimate the, you know, the younger they are, they can still, sometimes explain quite well. Um, Unequal sized pupils or uh, weakness in their arms and legs. I'll come back to that in a second because that is something that you can have a quick look at at home if you want to, if you want to make yourself feel better. Um, 
but if you're looking to do that then you should probably be seeking medical medical attention so um have so if you have something stuck in their head or if they've got lots of bleeding um obviously we need to get them seen straight away a sanitary towel can be really good for head injuries for bleeding because the head bleeds a lot when it when um when there, there's a cut to the scalp so things like a sanitary towel are really really helpful um if they have a seizure convulsion or fit then they should be seen straight away um, or if they vomit more than once. So like I said before, we, we don't want um, more than one vomit. So with the unequal sized pupils, so what we should be looking at is if you need to look straight in the eyes and what you were looking for is both of the black pupils being exactly the same size, all right? Um, first, that's the first thing. The second thing is that you can use a light. So we, you know, we often just use our iPhone light, but you can use your torch to um, you go over the eye and back again and over the eye and back again. And what you're looking for is when the light shines in the eye and the, the pupil should retract, okay? So we just call it reactive. So the pupil should get smaller and then when you take the torch away, the pupil should get bigger again. <clears throat> so that's a way to know if the pupils are reacting, which is, a, a, you know, it's a good sign. But again, if you're having to do that, then I would take them to be seen. And the other thing is <clears throat> checking weakness, <clears throat> excuse me, in the arms and legs. So even with a very young baby, you can get, you know, they'll hold onto your fingers. Um, you know, you just get them to hold your finger and they'll hold on. Then you try and pull it away and they often, you know, hold on very tight. Um, or you can ask and slightly the older child to do that. Or you can reach out with a bit of food um, and, you know, they'll reach out with one arm or the other arm to get it. With their feet, you can push against a child's um, feet, even if they're really, really young. Um, even like newborn babies, if you press against their feet, they're gonna push back or you can tickle their feet and you know, they'll sort of retract their feet. So that's a good good thing to do, to see that they have um, normal power there and no weakness. A mild head injury is, is more, the more common, it's what we're gonna see more commonly. And that's when your child um, may display an altered level of consciousness at the time of the event, but then you know, recover very quickly, then, then alert and interacting with you and they seem absolutely fine. They may vomit, but only once. Um, and they might have a cut or bruise on their head. Um, but we don't worry too much about, you know, they might have an egg on their head, um, but the egg, in the absence of anything else, if they're completely fine otherwise, then we're not too worried about the egg on the head. As long as it's a nice firm egg. If you've got a squishy egg on the head, then that's not as that's not that's not right. So we need to get that seen. If there is an egg on the head and any other symptom of the, the head injury, then we should get them seen again. But an egg alone isn't necessarily something you need to rush to emergency for. Um so they might have cuts and bruises on the head, but they're otherwise um, completely fine, then we don't need to get them seen. If at any point your child starts to act out of the ordinary or you're not happy with them, you must take them to the emergency department after a head injury. Um, you can give them paracetamol after a head injury, um, but just be wary if that doesn't work to make the head feel better, then there may be more to it. They maybe have some concussions, so you need to get them seen. There's no need to wake your child overnight after a head injury if the doctor has said that they don't need to be woken, okay? If the doctor thought your child needed to be woken, they would have kept them in for observation, where we wake them every night, um, overnight in, you know, in, in the hospital. But if you're worried, then you can always sleep with your child. Um, but if you wake your child at night, then, you know, what you're looking at is 
in the morning, you've then got a child who is really grumpy and you're not sure if it's a head injury or if they're just tired. So you don't need to wake your child at night if the doctor hasn't said to. Um, so if any of the following symptoms are observed, then the guidelines say that we need to go to the hospital straight away. So more than one vomit after a head injury, bleeding or discharge from the nose or the ear. Um, so especially like a clear watery discharge, they need to be seen straight away. Fits, seizures or twitching or convulsions or anything like that. Blurred or double vision, poor coordination or clumsiness. Um, so again, that's something that you wouldn't necessarily fit with a head injury. A severe and persistent headache. Um, what else have we got here? Any new arm or leg weakness that we spoke about before. Difficulty swallowing or coughing when eating and drinking. So anything like that. So that is definitely something that you may not think of for a head injury. But yeah, any difficulty swallowing or coughing. Slurred or unclear speech or confused behavior, anything out of the ordinary, okay? So they're the things that we have to look out for for a head injury. So um, we, in our classes, these are the things we go through and then you get our PDF um, class ebook, the whole thing to go away with so you can check. So if your child did sustain a head injury, you can then go back and say, right, what did they say about this? What symptom is that? Um, so you can assess and decide whether to take your, your child to the hospital if you're not sure. Um, so I hope that's been helpful for you today. Um, if you want more from the nest, then we've got some other bits and bobs for you. Uh, we've got our first aid pocketbook for all mums and dads and grandparents and you know anyone that looks after your child. It's a PDF download pocketbook that you can actually just download to your phone. You can download it to computer, you can print it out and bind it. Um, it's just got lots of different first aid situations in it, including choking, CPR um, and things like that. So you can download our first aid pocketbook. You find it at the bottom of every page on our website. Uh, we've also got our five day um, allergy mum survival series for families living with childhood food allergy. Um, and that's bite-sized videos um, once a day for five days. And you get a Facebook group support in that for all your questions, um, which are answered by allergy nurses and a workbook as well. Um, so that's a great, that's all free. And uh, we also, if you want more than that, then we have our classes. We have online classes, home classes, private couples classes. We do classes in clinics in New South Wales. We do um, home classes in Canberra. And we also have online classes now as well. So um, let us know if you have any questions for us, any questions about anything, head injury classes, um, our survival series, allergy mums, anything at all. Um, keep in touch. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Don't forget to go over to the show notes where you can grab one of our freebies, which is the free first aid pocketbook, which is a PDF downloadable that you can just download to your phone. Or we have the five day allergy mum survival series, which is five bite sized videos delivered straight to your inbox. So you can also go to the bottom of every page on our website at thenestcpr.com and grab those freebies too. Take care until next time.